0: Are you a new believer? Did you just give your life to the Lord? Do you know where to start? If these are some of the questions that you're asking yourself or you thought about, then this is the right podcast for you. Hi, my name is Takeda and you're listening to This Is Your Day with Takeda, where we like to take you by the hand and help you as you begin your journey with Christ. On today's podcast, we'll talk about how to study the Word of God as a beginner Christian. Hi, my name is Takeda, and thank you for tuning in today to This Is Your Day with Takeda. Um, I just want to briefly talk about studying the Word of God and how we do that as beginner Christians. I really do believe that if we build the foundation properly, we can build on it correctly, just like an architect would plan for the foundational structures to be laid out well, so that the building or the house is built and it stands well. Well, it's the same thing here with the Word of God. And so we want to make sure that we're getting ourselves into the mental space to actually study the Word of God and study it correctly. So I just want to briefly go over some things just for the beginner Christian. Now, obviously we can go into the depths, right? The the depths of studying the word of God. I mean, pulling out everything that uh, biblical scholars use. But for the beginner Christian, As we're laying the foundational practices, the foundational work, we want to make sure that we just kind of simplify it and make it easy. You can always grow. The Bible talks about, uh, Paul talks about uh, Christians drinking the milk of the word, right? And then you move on to meat, just like as a baby, you know, breastfeeds and then does the baby food and then goes off into actually eating solid foods. It's the same thing with you as a Christian. You're just now coming into the kingdom. Congratulations. We're so happy to have you. We're happy to have a new brother and new sister in the Lord. However, we want to make sure that you have the foundational principles in it. So the first thing that I really want to talk about is the different translations. Now, (laughs) when you hear Bible, you normally see a big book and it says Bible, right? And that's what you see on TV shows and in the movies. But in actuality or in reality, the truth is there are several, oh my gosh, several translations in the Bible. Oh, excuse me, of the Bible. And so we want to find something that actually fits, uh, your type of personality. So that, in other words, that you can understand it. Um, When we talk about the different translations, we have to understand that there's, it's normally, uh, the translations are put into three different categories. So one category is word for word. Uh, The other category is thought for thought. And our last category will be basically a paraphrase or rephrasing of the actual literal translation. So when we talk about word for word, what we're saying is, is that if the Greek word said something, um, if the Hebrew said something, if the Aramaic said something uh, in the word of God, then you would take that text and keep the literal trans, excuse me, the, the um, transliteration, you would keep it. And so you would literally look at word for word and see what that meant in the English language. And then you would, um, I guess the word will be <laughs> really translated, right? Uh, into the, what we know now as the Bible. When we think about thought for thought, again, it's kind of what it says. You're taking, you're reading the text of the word of God. And what you're doing is, is that you're keeping the thought of what the text meant now you're not literally going word for word you're keeping the thought though you know what you believe the author was trying to convey you're keeping that as close as possible to the translation and you're giving it to the reader When we talk about paraphrasing, you're basically reading all of the literature, right? You're reading the literature and what you're doing is that you're just really what it says is that you're paraphrasing, right? You're trying to put it into your own words of what you think the author is trying to convey. Now, my favorite will probably be word for word and thought for thought. And when we look at different translations, there are so many different translations. So most people are aware of the King James Version or the New King James Version. But however, there are other transversions, uh, excuse me, translations, transversions, translations, excuse me, uh, that are actually used. So like the um, the New Living Translation, the NLT. I actually like the NLT. Now, the NLT is a little mixture between thought for thought and word for word, but it's a very easy read and you can understand the text completely. Um, I love a lot of the uh, Amplified. The Amplified Bible expounds more. It really is more of like a thought for thought and it gives you a a a very clear understanding of what the author was trying to convey. It's a longer read. However, it gives a lot of clarity in what the author was trying to convey to us. When we talk about the ESV or the English Standard Version, uh, the ESV is more word for word. So again, they looked at the different languages that the Bible is written in and they went word for word like this is what this said if it said the blue cat then the blue cat is in there. now obviously it didn't say that but I'm just using that as an example um, which actually leads us to what translation would best suit you well this is the deal you have to get the translations you're going to have to read through it to kind of see which translation Uh, you feel comfortable with. As you begin to grow in the Word of God and start to practice the Word of God and reading and meditating on it, you'll find that like when I first started off, I started off with the New King James Version um, and then I started going over to the NLT and then of course the Amplified. Um, I do read the ESV as well so I kind of I kind of bounce between all of them and sometimes the new King James version, which I pretty much know a lot of the scriptures by heart. Right. Um, so when we go through those different versions, I found that I love to amplify for the clarity, but the NLT just was so easy to read. And it's just very comfortable for me. As you begin to get into your study practices, you'll be able to kind of fill out which version uh, or which translation works well for you. And so because of that, because you'll be able to figure that out, um, that leads me to my next point is where do we start? Where do we start? Okay. we got our translations. Uh, and maybe you've chosen the NLT or maybe you've chosen the amplify cause you want the longer version, but you want the clarity of it all. Well, where do I start? <laughs> 66 books, this Bible where do I start as a new Christian studying the Word of God well one of the things that I will tell you is my recommendation will always be in the Old Testament I will always start in Psalms and Proverbs Um, Psalms I believe was written by they, they which I was told I will have to research myself but it was written, I know, by King David. Some of it was written by King David. But then there was two other authors along with him. And then the book of Proverbs, which was written by uh, Solomon, <laughs> which is his son. And so um, those are two great books books to read. Psalms is very comforting. The promises of God are also in the book of Psalms. Things that God promised us is in that book. If you're going through a hard time in life, Psalms is definitely the book to read. If you're looking for encouragement, if you're looking for uh just comfort and just wanting some more security, that's in the book of Psalms. The book of Proverbs is the book of wisdom. And I love the Book of Proverbs because it gives you a lot of practical advice. It just gives you practical advice that you can use in your daily life. And that's one of the things that I love about the book of Proverbs. When we get into, we talk about the New Testament, absolutely, I will tell you the first thing to start is uh, as in the four Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Great places to start again gives you start to give you the different accounts of jesus life and ministry and it's written from four different authors so four different people who walk with jesus is giving you their accounts of what happened so you'll get a chance to actually get into the life of jesus and then from there i would just go further into it like first and second corinthians ephesians colossians uh, the book of James and Jude. So I would definitely start with the four gospels and then move on. Uh, one of the things why we start with a lot of the new gospels, especially when you're a, a, a new Christian, right? A new, a baby believer, uh, is because it's easier to understand and we're under the new covenant. Um, Now please understand that just because we're under the the new covenant doesn't mean that we throw the old covenant completely out. There are some things that transferred from the old covenant to the new covenants. For instance, the 10 commandments, the 10 commandments absolutely went from (laughs) what will be an old Testament into the new Testament. So one of the, um, commandments was thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal, Uh, Honor thy father and mother. Thou shall not commit adultery. Bear false witness. Shall not have no other God before him. Those are like the Ten Commandments. And so those things still translate. They still work. They still go into the new covenant. Though we're under a new covenant because of what Jesus has done. So another thing is now now we talked about... um, the different translations. We talked about picking a translation that you're comfortable with. That's easy to understand. We talked about even where to start. Uh, If you want to start in the Old Testament, Proverbs and Psalms, or Psalms of Proverbs. And then of course the four gospels that gives you the four different accounts of Jesus. Now, the next thing is, okay, so I got all that information. What or where do I get a Bible? And so obviously you can order something off of Amazon. Um, I have physical copies of the Bible, but I also have a digital copy on my phone. So one of the um, apps that I use is Uversion. Now there's different apps for the Bible, but I love YouVersion because it brings you all these different translations in the app and one of the things that i love about it is that it's free to download and it's free to use so um i believe the person who came up with this is the pastor of life church and his name is uh craig rochelle and he had a vision of people just reading the word of god because he understands how empowering and how much truth that the word of god is truth there is in the word of God. And so he wanted to bring that to the people and that was his vision. So um, you can always, again, order the word of God, a physical copy. And I would always suggest or recommend that as a new believer, that you definitely get your first physical copy of the Bible. But also, if you wanna try to try out these different translations, um, free of cost, of course, you can download the U version app of the Bible and then read through the digital versions of them. And then, if you like it, you can always, of course, get a physical copy. Now, another thing that we're going to do is talk about taking notes. Right. So now we're getting into the crux of everything. We've got our Bible. We got our translation. We know where we're going to start. Okay now let's start studying right so when we take notes one of the things that i was so scared to do when i first started was to actually write down questions i don't know why i think i felt because if i wrote down those questions like i don't know like maybe i was like an idiot or i just i should have known the answer to that question and it took a minute for me to understand like no (laughs) A whole lot of people don't know the answer to these questions until they study until you get it. And that's what I want to actually encourage you to do is that, um, get a journal, get a notepad, um, in the you version app, there's a place that you can actually type out notes for yourself. So if you're reading a chapter, you can actually type out notes that go to that chapter and you can always refer back to it. However, I would like to say like a pen, and a piece of paper will definitely do the job as well. And I will always suggest a highlighter as well, but feel free to write these questions. Feel free to also write the questions, read through a chapter, write any questions that you may have down, but continue to read through the chapter and then go back to research those questions that is one of the best tools for helping you to remember the word of god and then as you're reading it just remember that it's not just a novel right it's not a it's not a a novel like we're not going to read this like a novel we're going to read this we're going to meditate on it but we're also going to put what it says into practice so like how people would say um you're going to make things practical and easy, like these are the steps that you follow. Well, the word of God, this is the word of God, and the word of God is living and is true. And these are the steps that you want to follow in your daily life. And now along with that, along with the different translations that you'll be using, um, either the U version notes or the pen and paper, old school, which I still love. You know, it's scientifically proven that something happens like you remember stuff more when you write it down. Not so much type it, but when you write it down. So I'm all for the old school pen and pad paper. Um, But along with that, there is something called the Strong's Commentary. And this will also help you as you're beginning to study the Word of God. Because there may be some questions that may come up. You may want to know. What language is written in? So now that brings me to something that kind of I kind of briefly went over earlier, but the Word of God is written in three different languages. So um, the Old Testament is basically he, written in Hebrew, but the languages are Hebrew. The New Testament, as majority, is written in Greek and then Aramaic. So the three languages are Hebrew. Greek and then Aramaic. The Strong's commentary, what that will do is show you what chapter, what book of the Bible is what is written in and then what that word means. Now, I hate to say this, but one of my best friends, she always talks about the English language and we were talking about the different translations. And one of the things that she says is like, the English language is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and everything that sometimes well not everything I'll say but some things that was translated in previous or earlier translations of the Bible unfortunately did not convey every single thing because different languages right may have more of an expressive language than the English language and unfortunately <laughs> The earlier versions of our Bible didn't always convey that. So now that we have, of course, one, more words in the English language to be more expressive, thank God for that. Um, We also have different versions of the Bible that now start to, again, like I said, the word for word, or thought for thought, start to expressively show what the author was trying to convey. But the Strong's Commentary is a great resource to be able to look up what that word meant in Hebrew, what that word meant in Greek, what that word meant in Aramaic, so that you will begin to understand the complexity of the Word of God. Um, Now, I know I've kind of gone over, we've gone over the different translations, we've gone over picking something that, again, that's easy to understand, where to actually start, Picking a physical Bible after you've downloaded the digital Bible to kind of go through the different translations to see what you like. Also, taking notes and then, of course, getting a Strong's, dis- a Strong's commentary. Another thing that I will add to is there's a site that I like to use as well, and they use the Strong's commentary as well, which is called the Blue Letter Bible.com. Again, that's Blue all one word. And so with that, you can type in like, let's say there was a verse that you kind of wanted to look up and see if that word or if something means something different here or if you had a question. The Blue Letter Bible is a great resource to kind of check out in your spare time, especially when you're studying the word of God. Um, I'm going to actually make this a short podcast for you because I want you to take the information That you have right now because again this is for beginners and I want you to be able to implement that Um, in part two we'll discuss the Old Testament the cultures and the customs back then and then we'll talk about why the Old Testament is still important though we're under a new covenant and one of the things I really want to talk about uh, in that podcast is so that you understand that Jesus said I came to fulfill the law he didn't come to abolish it so we really want to get into that so that you can understand the difference between the new covenant and the old covenant all right so make sure you tune into the podcast uh, and definitely share this podcast with a new believer or someone that you know that could benefit from this podcast follow us on Facebook and I always want to end our podcast with a prayer. Now, since this is our first podcast, I keep saying podcast, right? But, But sooner or later, I'm going to stop saying that. But I always want to end with prayer. And so Father, we thank you for all that you've done, what you're getting ready to do and what you are doing in our lives. We thank you, God, for our new brothers and sisters that have come into the sheepfold. And we ask that you keep them, bless them, protect them. And we ask God that you help them as they study the word of God and begin to put this into practice father give them the wisdom the help and the strength that they need to make it through the day and we love you and we praise you and we ask that the spirit of god will lead them and guide them daily and we ask these things in jesus mighty name thank god amen well thank you for joining me on this daily walk with Taquita. and until next time have a good morning good afternoon good evening and good evening Talk to you later.